Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Just, uh, your, just a quick uh, bio, how long have you been with the Utah uh, organization and, uh, and how long have you been the director of uh, football? I've been with the Utah High School Activities Association now. This is the start of my fourth year. And uh, I've been the director of football for the last four seasons. Okay. Uh, did you did you coach? Did you play? Did you anything anything like that? Or oh yes, I played football all through high school, and uh, and then when I went to college, longed to be back part of the game and uh, become a student of the game, and got my degree and became a high school football coach here in the state of Utah, and um, had a great career teaching and coaching, and then became a principal of the high school. Uh, I've been an assistant superintendent of of a school district here in Utah, and now work for the activities association. Okay. All right. Well, give me one second. I want to make sure that went. I don't want to lose you here. So let me just. Joining us on the show is Brennan Jackson, the football director and a, many, a director of many other things uh, at the Utah High School Activities Association. How are you doing today, Mr. Jackson? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking and thanks for the opportunity to talk with you guys about the state status of football in Utah. Yeah, so um, a, a unique situation. I know you guys, when you made a decision you know, way back in in the spring that you guys were going to go ahead with uh, playing football out in Utah. And I don't know exactly what the cases were at the time. I do know they did go up during the summer, but you guys stayed the course and decided to hold a football season. You had a, an incident to start, but uh, it seems like it's been, oh, you're, you're going into your fifth week here at September 11th. Um, and uh, what can you tell uh, the people out there wondering uh, how football has gone in uh, in Utah? Well, it's it's been interesting. As uh, nationwide, we were one of all of well, all of the state associations decided not to have their their spring sports and activities. And of course, Utah was one of those, which was a very difficult decision. And I think at the time when those decisions were made, not only by Utah but uh, all of the other states. We, we didn't know a lot about the virus. We didn't know a lot about the uh, implications and uh, the virus's methodology, how it worked. And I think there was a lot of fear and uh, surrounding the virus and how to maneuver safely and effectively and so that kids could participate and have fans and do it in a safe manner. So we decided to not do spring sports and activities, but we geared up during the summer to create a plan of attack to hopefully get approved to offer our fall sports season for the kids in Utah. And that decision, final decision, was made July 20th. But uh, we had been working through the COVID uh, during spring 
through the summer as an association to try to get it off the ground and running in a safe manner. And what uh, measures did you guys take? Uh, did you guys say to your high schools, here's the protocol that you guys need to do this. If you guys want to play here, you have to do it. What were the things that you needed them to do, and uh, how are you guys being able to enforce that? Well, Governor Herbert uh, here in Utah has been very progressive and very supportive of extracurricular activities and the role that it plays in the lives of, of our students. Mm -hmm. And not only is it a physical outlet, but it's also an emotional and mental uh, outlet for kids to have work hard for something as an individual and as a team. And so uh, our governor and the governor's task force created a... Um, color face uh, form that listed all of the different things that could happen in our state and they listed it under a color code of red orange yellow and green and uh, if all of the counties in the state of utah were in yellow phase then we would be able to have in school learning or in-person learning and if they had in-person learning then we would be able to uh, we felt like have uh, uh, our extracurricular activities. And so the governor's task force put together this form, and then we went through with our, we have a sports medicine advisory committee made up of doctors and athletic trainers and that in, advise our, our state association. And we came up with best practices and looked at the, what the governor's form had, and we broke it down into counties that were green, counties that were yellow, and safety protocols and procedures and guidelines for all of our fall sports to get off the ground and start running uh, effectively. Now, one thing I do want to point out is that we've been practicing this as a state for a long time now because after Memorial Day, uh, schools and districts were able to get together uh, depending on what color code they were in and limit the number of kids that could be at a practice. Uh, they worked out in pods, um, 20, no more than 50, depending on the color code uh, that your county was in. And so they've been working in small groups and uh, in case there were outbreaks. And we, had out, we did have some positive cases during the summer. Mm -hmm. And the county health departments, working with the school districts, determined who had to sit out, how long, and so forth. So we have worked closely with our high schools uh, and the districts, and the districts and schools have worked closely with their county and state health departments in moving forward. And so that started in May. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so it had had been working through the summer months uh, leading up to the the first week of our fall sports and activities. How um, and as you got into, you, I know there was a lot of focus on you guys uh, at August thirteenth when you guys. There was one, I guess, I believe there was one big game that was postponed. If I'm not mistaken, uh, is that correct? That's correct, right. and it, it was uh, a big game between two of our uh, perennial teams in the state that weren't able to play because there were three players that that had a positive test result on one of the teams. Right. But interestingly enough is that those positive results came from 
they they picked it up from other family members uh, and not their football team. Right. Okay. And and because of the protocols that were in place that we used, those kids they came to go to practice because school wasn't in session yet. They came to practice. They had their symptoms tested, and uh, and their temperature checked, and the, they weren't feeling the best. So the coaches immediately sent them home, uh, which was the perfect protocol. And then those kids did not infect anybody else on their team. So, as far I mean, you know, the part of this virus that we know about is sometimes it can kind of crop up in places that we're not sure about or we didn't know about. I mean, it's, it's because it has a long incubation period, two weeks. But you know, just based on how many games have you guys played, and based off that, um, it doesn't seem like it's really. I mean, how many games have you had to postpone or cancel? It doesn't really seem like you guys have had a lot of that. No, we we haven't. We've we uh, I don't think we had any last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, that we had we had one the first week, one the second week, and then one the third week. And but the last two weeks, and and we keep our fingers crossed as, as tomorrow approaches, uh, we didn't have any cancellations. And we did have a volleyball team that came and two soccer teams that had to reschedule their games. And uh, it, but the schools are following their pro the protocols and working hand in hand with their county health departments that has really set the standard of care and contact tracing and it's been the system has worked so mm -hmm. far i read in the salt lake uh, tribune that uh, salt lake city tribune that uh, i mean the cases had been rising since you guys started but it hasn't really spiked or anything like that i mean how many it doesn't seem like it's become a real concern there it seems like everyone's kind of relaxing a little bit out uh uh, out in in Utah about playing games. I mean, how, did you have a lot of concerned parents and people at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the season? And uh, how are their attitudes now? You know, there's always going to be some naysayers, and we we had a few of those, but most mostly uh, positive things. Where we're outdoors, mm -hmm. and uh, school districts have limited this. Uh, most school districts in the metropolitan areas have limited the the uh, mass of people that can be in their stadiums and some of them uh, made a commitment to only allow 25 percent capacity so that they can social distance and and then uh, uh, you know we we've just had a lot of tremendous support from the parents in our community and the schools to be able to do it uh, but we've wanted to do it hand in hand with our governor's office and the the state health departments and working together to to do it safely but we knew and we still know that we are never going to stop the virus from spreading mm -hmm. it's how do we uh, our our goal is is not to um um not have any cases our goal is to try to catch them before it gets into a team because we have no control over um, external factors of what's happening in their home right. in their their communities uh, their family gatherings but we there has not been a lot of of data that shows that they're the kids are getting it from their extracurricular activities they are actually getting it from uh, family gatherings and events 
Right. Just could you, if you could explain to the people out here in uh, on the East Coast, you know, Utah. For people who don't know about Utah, I mean, it's a pretty high uh, metropolitan area. You know, Salt Lake City, Provo, and and those places around the, around the Great Salt Lake, and that it's pretty much wide open around that. Is that correct? Yeah, that's that's correct. There's uh, we, we have well, we've got four major, uh, five major pockets of. Of metropolitan area so we have Utah County which would be the Provo Orem area and then as you come across what's called the point of the mountain you come into the Wasatch Front right. which is most most of Salt Lake County and uh, a lot of, of our large schools are there and then as you go north into our the Weber County uh, and Davis County um, school district area and then Cache County is in north and then our Washington County in the south. So those are kind of the five metropolitan areas that we keep a real close eye on um, as far as positive cases and, and what's happening in our schools. Right. And it's a similar population to Connecticut, but, uh, you know, obviously the, it's a little more spread out. But obviously, but uh, the uh, but the major metro area, you have a major your major schools there, your six A's, your five A's. Um, yeah. And it, it, again, like it, I guess. I mean, would you, after five weeks, I and mean, you say you can never stop spread it, but it seems like, you know, it was a risk, but it was kind of a calculated risk, and so far, so good over over. New, would you call this a success so far? Well, I do want to say that we had, uh, in, during the month of July, we had some real spikes of, yeah. of the COVID virus, but it wasn't, it wasn't from our student athletes. Mm. Okay. It was a, it was a spike in our communities. And because football didn't get started uh, under our jurisdiction until July 27th. Okay. Uh, but we did spike a number of days during July. We were in the 7 800 uh, positive cases that were reported uh, on a daily basis. And that really concerned us. It concerned the governor and his task force and our communities. But we. We stayed the course. Our governor came out and uh, put a, you know, some mandates on us and, and pleaded with our state to wor- start wearing masks. And businesses started saying masks are required if you're coming in here. And so kind of a combined effort. And I think the state of Utah, uh, our, our culture has been very resilient. Mm-hmm. And the history of our state has shown resiliency from uh, its inception to present, and and we're very progressive in the fact that we want to try to find ways to, and find reasons to make things work instead of finding looking for excuses not to, hmm. and and so that's uh, especially when it is in the best interest of our students to to have these outlets and to be able to do it, but to do it safely. So. Instead of just saying, oh, we're going to let fear determine what we do or not do, we're just saying, let's move forward with what we think we can do, and let's get buy-in from our schools and our parents and our players, uh, and let's work together to, to move forward with the governor's office, his task force, and, uh, and let's find reasons that we can do it instead of reasons not to. You're also the director of wrestling. Have you ever even had discussions on that yet? Oh yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. We're having discussions and have another 
meeting with uh, our sports medicine advisory committee and we're just looking at ways uh, and working again with our districts and our our county health departments in limiting the number of teams that come to tournaments maybe allowing more uh, dual tournaments versus the big tournaments that teams can go to and and then having more duels and so we're uh, looking at ways to continue to improve and fine-tune because I know and the coaches understand that wrestling is going to be a um, uh, could could be a very impactful uh, sport across the state right plus it's indoors that's a, I guess that's a main thing they're getting some uh some, that's correct some ventilation there i mean i don't know how you guys are going to work that out uh but the it's talk seem to be uh you know you go i mean if you were to say now would you would you think that you guys would go ahead with something you know similar to what you guys did with here with football yes we're 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 going to move forward with our our fall uh winter sports and all all activities we're going to just keep doing what we've been doing and fine-tune what we need to adjust and and take care of and try to get better at, at what we're already doing to keep mm -hmm. kids safe you know I mean, what, what, what advice would you have before i let you go here uh, mr jackson uh would you give to us on the east coast i know it's a different it's a different world out here uh, as compared to, to utah but um you know that we had new york cancel football we had maine cancel football uh, we had Massachusetts and Connecticut, and we, we, Delaware just reversed. Um, I mean, do you think that, that a, a lot of these state socials are being made, maybe a little bit hasty here, or, or just based on your experience? What advice would you, would you give to some of these, uh, these athletic directors and, and administrators? Well, I, I would just say that uh, I, I think for the last six or seven months that fear has been the captain of the boat. Mm. And... Uh, and I would uh, just recommend that instead of fear driving the the ship and uh, and the crew, I think that that the captain of the ship needs to be uh, people that that want to do what's best for kids. And I I know that every area of our country is different, mm. and 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 I think the the population of of people may be different as well, but. I think the general attitude is in Utah is we're trying to find ways to make it work and and know that there's not going to be a perfect system and that we are going to have some positive cases but we have a way of handling that and and moving forward and to be quite honest with you guys if um, if we had a serious outbreak in our our 6A and 5A classifications and we weren't able to have a state championship we would still have a state championship in our lower classifications hmm, okay. and and so we're not going to have a just because one area is having this issue and can't continue doesn't mean we're going to stop it statewide okay well listen you guys have, uh you know everyone's kind of looking to utah right now as a, a leader in this and uh we appreciate you having on and give us a little bit of insight and uh, best wishes you guys the rest of the way. So, as you, as, when are your state championships supposed to be held before they go? They're uh, they're going to start the second week of uh, November and they finish on the twentieth. Okay, all right. So, uh, look forward to that in Utah, and then I appreciate you giving us a little bit of time here on Game Time CT and uh, and good luck and thanks a lot. Okay, thank you. Talk to you later. All right, bye bye.